happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. Troubles come and troubles go. Storms rise and storms cease. Every day we experience a multitude of problems and a myriad of changes. But God never changes. He has always been almighty and he will always be almighty. Our circumstances do not change the power or the character of God. Join us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries as Kim takes us on a journey through the scriptures, reminding us that God is the almighty. Amen and hallelujah, God is the Almighty, and God is Almighty. What a wonderful thought this truth is. And I think too often we go through our lives day to day, and we know the speak, we call it churchies. We know what we're supposed to say. We even know what the scriptures say. And our mind can sometimes say all the right things while our heart is lacking in the full commitment to the belief and trust that Jesus will take care of us, that he is taking care of us, that he's omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. In other words, we don't live with the full assurance And navigating this world, knowing and understanding that God is almighty. There isn't anything that can defeat him. There isn't anything that surprises him. There's no problem that you have that he isn't the answer. And so for the next few moments as we spend our time together, I really want us to reflect on the truth that God is the Almighty. And I want us to understand that in the times of trouble, He is still Almighty. In great times, He's Almighty. Nothing takes away from His power. Nothing takes away from His knowledge. And nothing takes away from his goodness. And so we as Christians, when we buckle down and begin to understand what the scripture says about who God is, and we begin to understand that we are his children as we have become born again believers through Christ Jesus, and the blood of Jesus has washed away our sins, and in doing so has engrafted us into the family of God. When we fully understand that we are part of the family of God and we know who God is, I promise you, these little problems that you have, 
regardless of how huge they look in this world and how they look when we look at them through eyes of flesh, they'll become very minuscule when you realize who God is. I've heard a few songs this week that have turned my eyes and my mind to this thought of God being almighty. One is called Never a Tom. And one was sung by Greater Vision that was talking about all God left. But in the line of this song, he talks about how God owned even the ground that Jesus' blood dripped willingly from Jesus on. So as Jesus was on the cross of Calvary, shedding his blood for mine and your sins, I want you to realize when he came, he didn't bring any of his splendor. He didn't bring an army of angels to defeat the world. And we know that he could have called 10,000 angels to destroy the world when he was on the cross. But he chose to stay on the cross because that was the only way that we could possibly be forgiven of our sins. That penalty could only be paid by the sinless, spotless blood of the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. And so when you begin to think about your problems that you have right now, and I am not dismissing them as trivial What I am doing is laying in front of you the truth of who God is and the amazing power that he has and reminding you of the access you have to God the Father directly and how Jesus, his son, continually prays for us. And so this problem you have, if you begin to look at it from the context of It being a problem you're handing to God and his capabilities of resolving it, then regardless of what it is, it is minuscule. Let's talk about some problems that we know about in the scripture. First of all, let's talk about Daniel in the lion's den. Those lions were hungry. Daniel was cast in there, and the scripture says that he wasn't harmed at all. In fact, Daniel slept in the lion's den with all the lions around him. See, the Bible explains to us that Jesus is no respecter of persons, and it tells us in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 8, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So what he did for Daniel in the lion's den, he'll do for me and you. Our lion's den may be different. It may not look like Daniel's, which was an actual lion's den, but there are people coming after us all the time, and in our lives we are in the midst of people who are seeking to destroy us or seeking to harm us, but we have Jesus on our side, and God is our Savior, and because of that, he watches over us. He neither sleeps nor slumbers, and he doesn't even allow us to be hurt without going through the angels that make sure we don't dash our foot upon a stone. Jesus loved us so much that he died for us. 
but God is faithful. In 1 Corinthians 1, 9, we're told God is faithful by whom ye were called into the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus is our Lord, and God is faithful to keep his promises, to watch over us and protect us, to supply our every need. He is faithful. Let's talk about a couple of other instances. How about the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? They held true to the Lord. They were faithful in their belief. They stayed true to his commandments. It got him into a problem. But God was faithful. Because the fourth man in the fire was likened to the son of God. And those three Hebrew children didn't even smell like smoke when they came out. Yet the fire was so great that the ones that threw them in fell dead. And because of their convictions and their ability to stay true to the Lord, the king was changed forever. He wanted himself and others to serve this God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's a pretty big problem. That's a huge trouble. But because of how they walked through it, others came to know Jesus. This trial that you're facing, how are you handling it? Are you handling it? Or have you turned it over to the God that cannot fail? See, in Psalms 147.5, we are told this. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Our God is all-knowing, people. And he's all powerful. There is nothing that the devil can throw at you that Jesus Christ cannot defeat. We're told in 1 John 4, 4, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. First Peter explains to us in chapter 5 that there's a lion that the devil walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. But we are equipped because the Holy Spirit in us equips us In Ephesians chapter 6, we are given the entire armor of God to protect us in this world, but yet we are walking around defeated as if we have no hope. It's because we forgot God is almighty. See, God is almighty in the midst of your storm. God is almighty when you don't get your way. God is almighty regardless of the circumstances. And when you grasp that, you'll realize whatever place you're in in your life, whatever situation is coming your way, if you've been faithful to the King of Kings, if you've given your heart to the Lord of Lords, if you're part of the family of God, you are safe and secure in the God that cannot fail. And you can't get away from him. You can't be out of his presence. The entire chapter of Psalms 139 is worth all of us reading over and over again. But in this context, he says, whither shall I go from thy spirit or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If you go to heaven, I'll be there. If I make my bed in hell, you're there. If I take wings of the morning or I dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there thy hand shall lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. 
He continues to speak. You can't get anywhere that God isn't there. And in verse 10, he's telling us he's leading us. And that's only if we will follow. God is almighty. When you grasp that, you'll be okay when things don't look good. Because you'll understand. It's all right. You'll fully get Romans 8, 28 that says that all things work together for the good to them that love the Lord. To them that are called according to his purpose. You'll understand it. God knows all things. And he's in all places. And he can do all things. And all things are under his feet. And Lamentations 22 through 24 is, is a consolation that we need to hang in the front of our minds and dig deep into our hearts. He says, it is of God's Lord, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning and great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. God is almighty. Your circumstances have not diminished who he is. But perhaps it has dinged your faith. And you're living below your privileges. And instead of be anxious for nothing in all things with prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Now you're fretting because you forgot God is almighty. He's almighty all the time. See, it's because of the Lord's loving con- kindness, his, his mercy toward us, that this world doesn't just consume us but because his tender mercies will never fail. Every morning we get new, we get grace and his faithfulness beyond what we can measure. He's my portion and he's my inheritance. And if you're a child of the most high God, he's yours. Think about Lazarus. If you think your little problem is too big for God to solve, Take it from the one who heard the mighty voice of God. His name is Lazarus. And he's here to testify that God defeated death. And what he'll do for you, he'll do for me. And what he'll do for me, he'll do for you. And you say, well, can people I've loved have died? Some of you may be listening to me and are facing some pretty serious health issues. I can't promise you that he will heal you from what your sickness is on this side of the earth. But I can promise you this, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that what waits for you in heaven is far greater than what you have right now. And he will heal you. Death has no sting. The grave has no victory. Because to leave this world as a child of God is to pass from this world to the next and you leave here and you say goodbye world and hello God. God is almighty. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. 
and he's omnipresent. He tells us that those who are not treated well and suffer according to God's will, they got to do right, and they got to commit their souls to the one who created them and who will never fail them. Sometimes you got to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but you're to fear no evil for his rod and his staff. They will guide and comfort you, and he is with you, and he will lead you to green pastures. He is almighty. Many years ago, there was a popular song saying, he is God in the mountain, he's also God in the valley. My God's with me every step I take. He never leaves me, and he never forsakes me. Great is his faithfulness. See, we hear a truth that we need to hold on to. And that is Malachi 3.6. And he says, for I am the Lord, I change not. Did you hear me? He says, I am the Lord, I change not. Now my question to you is this. Is he your Lord? He's not going to change. Good times, bad times, in between times, all times. But do you only listen to him when things are kind of going your way? Do you get a little sketchy with your face and a little weak in your commitment when your finite eyes, fleshly eyes, sinful, wicked flesh is looking at things around you and you can't make them add up? Let me just tell you what. When Jesus is in the midst, it's never going to add up because you'll always have more than you need, more than you can imagine, and more of the goodness of God. And it's those times that we have to put them in our heart. Let's think about Noah. Noah's building an ark. But it's telling people it's going to rain from the sky and there's going to be floods. No one never seen that before. That's faith. He continued to build the ark. No one would listen to him. No one would come on. Only his family. And it comes time for the last opportunity to come. And God didn't ask Noah to shut the door. No, God shut the door. What mercy, what grace, what faithfulness. Because how could a mortal man ever shut the door knowing he knew it was going to flood? He knew it was coming. He believed. It would have felt like he had caused all of them to lose their lives. See, but no one believed Noah. But he didn't stop Noah. He still knew God was almighty. Even in the frustration, even in the difficulties of building the ark, even in the 
confusion of how's all this going to work and where are all these animals going to be and how am I going to feed them and how long is this, this going to really last and when do I get to get out of the boat? See, no one knew that God was almighty when God told Noah to build the ark. No one knew that God was almighty. Every day he preached the gospel and no one would listen. Noah knew that God was almighty when he shut the door. And Noah knew that he was almighty when the dove came back with the olive branch. In all of those instances, God is almighty. And in all of the instances of your life and all the instances of your heart and all of the instances that comprise your day-to-day living, God is almighty. And from that, you should gain hope and you should gain comfort and you should gain joy and you should have peace because God is almighty and what he's done before, he'll do again. And what he does when it is amazingly triumphant to the world, he's still doing when you can't see it. God is still almighty regardless of your circumstances. That means God is on the scene. That means God has the answer and that means help is there and that means victory is on on the way you have a front row seat to see a miraculous event because Jesus will not fail and Jesus cannot change and he is almighty he was almighty and he will continue to be almighty because we serve a God that cannot change a God that holds his promises a God that loves unconditionally a God that knows it all a God that understands it all a God that is always there we serve the Almighty, and we are heirs to his kingdom because Jesus loves me. This I know. Oh, come to know him today and trust the Almighty. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
Happy girl.